Why don't one of you give me a rap? Come on, man. You always have a rap. Meet me in the red of the street, says meet me at the end of the street. Meet me at the end of the street. That's not what I had in mind. That's not what I, I was hoping Travis would come in and give us a. Something you know, something cool. I was gonna, I was gonna. Considering everyone always does it now, if you listen to the last podcast, bro, let's take control. Please, the voice, here we go. The things that I have to say, okay. I say, yeah, me say, yeah, all right, we're gonna prepare for it. Yeah, I know yours, yes. Travis, you should have started, and I would have just said the little midday a bit, and then put it to the just folk in a nice, posh voice. And then, what's your name? Humble Pink could have done the big laugh. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I think I think Gungle Pink needs to, yeah, sort out her acoustics a little bit before we can let her back in. The yeah, chat. I agree. Right now, she's having a bit of trouble. Anyway, welcome to the family affair, newly named the Real Locker Room Talk of Four Now, a family affair. Uh, welcome mm-hmm. everybody. Hello. 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 I'm your host, uh, Astello. We got Medea, Pudding, Travesty, and soon to be Gungu Peas when she gets her acoustic sorted. <laughs> so what's on the agenda today, guys, man? What are we talking about? What are we getting to the well, bottom of? Well, the one what I find very interesting is, is an open relationship a good idea when you have children? Even if the adults consent, is it a good idea to have it when you've got children? In, you've already got children in the family unit. Okay, I feel like I can answer this one because obviously I uh, dabble in the old open relationship scene. Um, actually, I don't think it is a good idea, to be fair. Um, simply because, yeah, I mean there's a lot of things that come into play when you start having an open relationship. You know, you got, first of all, you have to make a lot of rules, a lot of boundaries. And if you decide like, like what happened with me basically, you know, I meet, a, I met a girl and, you know, kind of realized, Oh, I actually like this girl more. And it caused my true relationship into perspective. Um, obviously you've got to stay strong and kind of work on your own relationship too. And you've got to be able to balance everything out. But if your relationship's kind of weak, you might end up losing a lot more than you anticipated. So I don't think it's actually a good idea to mess around an open relationship, a open relationship when you're, when you have kids, it's based on the kids' sake. That doesn't mean I don't agree with if if you have kids, you should stay together because that's an entirely different like situation. If you obviously got a bad marriage and you do have kids, you should try and figure out how you're gonna raise the kids together, but living separately, but not yes. like an open relationship. That's true. I agree. And adding to that, you can guarantee that even though you call it open relationship, it's, it's actually cheating with permission. <laughs> no, no, it's not cheating. It, it is because no. what happens is in any relationship, when there's a third party, fourth party involved, guaranteed someone's got to be hurt because feelings come into play, as you said, someone's going to fall in love and break the rules. And that's where the problems um, start. And then the poor kids are thrown into turmoil because they're picking up that mommy's not quite right or daddy's a, a bit off. And then they start to act out because of it. So, yes, 
that is a, the reason why open relationships shouldn't actually be on the agenda. To be honest, it shouldn't be on the agenda whether you've got children or not, full stop. It shouldn't be. You should completely separate. If you feel you need to cheat, I think it's time to separate because you're no longer satisfying each other in, in the way you should be to keep a, a marriage or a solid relationship together. So I agree. No. What do you think, Travesty? I also agree. Because if you're going to come together as a union, it's a partnership between you and your said partner. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't then sort of change the rules and then say, oh, let's add a third party and four parties. Because as you said, Medea, mm -hmm. somebody is always going to get hurt because women, I don't believe they can enter into relationships without catching feelings, as they say. Yeah, yeah. In the new society, you cannot catch feelings, especially mm -hmm. if you like the person, because obviously to first enter into those kind of negotiations, you obviously have to like the person enough to think that possibly this is the only chance you're going to have to actually have a relationship with that said person who yeah, you know is yeah. only committed to somebody else. Mm -hmm. So that could be the game playing, and, but everybody knows you always end up with egg on your face. True. More, true, like, true, true, more true. or less. So I agree. And yeah. and in regard to the children, children they don't ask to be born. Mm -hmm. So we as parents to try and provide the best um, surroundings and upbringing we can, and by putting sort of obstacles into the relationships the mother and the father are having, is it really a place where kids should be seeing that kind of sort of that kind of um, sort of attitude to a relationship or the seriousness of commitment to one person, but the behaviours, should yeah. we be showing our children those kind of behaviours? And I don't think it should be happening because that's only going to crumble society in the future and our children won't be able to sustain perfectly good relationships with only them and one other person. They'll think uh, it's exactly, right just to exactly, yeah. do this and do that. Definitely. It'll teach them to do You've the got to look at this fire as well. Yes, go on, pudding. Go on, pudding. With, with parents, when you're born here, yeah, with parents, they're your first bar of role models. Yeah. Your parents, mm -hmm. not your siblings, it's your parents. They Basically, children are the blank canvas, and then you literally, parents are the paint and the paintbrush, and they feed you in with, with yeah. the, their knowledge and their morals and their values of life and their demonstrations of what a friendship's like, what a relationship's like, what love's like, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, yeah, I do agree with that. And back on what Travis just said about the women as well, particularly always stereotypically are the ones catching feelings and, you know, they're the ones who are basically the ones going to spiral or, you know, have that sort of feeling of being a bit off in the relationship. Yeah. Which, you know, stereotypically it is women. It's, they say it's down to genetic makeup that men are more the logical thinkers and women are more the emotional creatures. Yeah. Or, you know, people may disagree with that. Okay. So, Let me, wait, 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 wait. Before you oh, carry on, I want to just address a couple of things, especially <clears throat> the, the remark that it's just cheating with, um, how do you say? Permission. Cheating with permission. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's like that. I think that every single relationship is going to get, called into question at some point and i also don't think that 
just because I married one said person means that I totally stop being attractive, attracted or desiring another person. Now, it's not cheating when everyone knows about it, when all parties agree that it's okay. It's only cheating I'll when... Tell you, somebody... Sorry, darling. Yep. I'll tell you, hold that thought there. It is cheating because you're cheating yourselves out of having a successful monogamous relationship so it's yeah, cheating but this is not monogamous anymore it's polyamorous or polygamy or <laughs> polymore whatever you call it the, the third one um <laughs> this is this is all right polyamorous polygamy and there's no one polymore for women or there's certain ways to explain it yeah now it's not like i said the only reason it's called cheat well yeah i mean we could say that i might be just uh, Depriving my wife or myself of having this successful unit of one man, one woman. You know, we have kids and they see that and carry it on. But the, the only thing is, with the, what I think with a lot of men, is a lot of men do desire a lot of women. And this monogamous idea was put there basically by society so it could keep people more under control. Where if you look and go a little bit further back in history, that men often had, and women often had more multiple partners. You know what I mean? It was actually okay to have more than one woman or man. So all it's done was there was a point in history where everyone said, okay, no, this is not working. We can't decide who's whose kids and we need to figure it out because of money issues or whatever. They, they brought that in and made it look like it was a bad thing through religion, especially religion was the way it was. Even though religion says it's all right to have multiple wives as well. If you read closely into it, uh, especially some, especially other religions like Islam and stuff like this, you know, so, I don't no, but Islam only states that you should, um, if you can afford to maintain her just as good as the first wife. Well, yeah, People but misconstrue that. But that's the, the, that's the thing. Like, like for, multiple wives. I think that there's different levels of things. Like, for me, I don't mind having a second, or let's say, if I was getting greedy, a third girlfriend and trying to treat more equally. Now, now when I step on your side, is understanding that I would deprive my kids' time with me. Because I'd have to try and yep. allocate my time with other women, you know, mm -hmm. whether they're kids or not. Then there you go. It's do, not correct. Then, I do agree. It? No, it's not. Not that it's not correct. The the true bond between the man and the um the the whole the whole unit is the mom and their kids. The dad's kind of just like there for most cases. No, 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 no. no I'll tell you, no. the father is just no. as equal as the mother. No, but we don't have yeah. that natural bond. We don't have that natural bond with the child like you guys do. There's some men that would beg to differ. No, no, no. When a baby is born, the bond, the bond between a mother and a child is infinite. It's instant. The bond between a man and a, and a and their child takes a little bit longer. You know, we have to, you know, build that. That's why it's so easy for a lot of men to walk away from kids or even know that they have kids and not bother with them because the bond is not Some instant. Some can't walk away. Women tend what? to not, tend, women in most cases, not saying all cases, most cases have an instant bond with a child and will die for that kid. A man you know, he might question, you know, it might be like a pudding said, he's more logical. He might think, actually, if I die for the kid, then I'm no longer, I no longer live where I can make another one of those kids. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. a woman has a limited amount of chances to make kids. So, you know, it's, it's, that's the only thing I would say. Um, I'm, I'm I do understand where you're coming from. However, I'm still going to adamantly disagree with you because I believe if you want to have a, a multi-partner relationship don't get married you yeah, can simply you can simply be a bachelor or bachelorette 
when you meet someone, you say, look, I'm a bachelor, bachelorette. I don't plan on giving my heart or my person to just one, one person in a relationship. So you have a choice. If you get involved with me, know that I'm going to have more than one partner. Then that's okay. Can I just touch on that? Yeah. Now look, when I decide to marry a female, I decide to stay with her and take this journey through life with her together until mm-hmm. the very end, until death do us part. Yeah. So they say. Now, does that mean I should defi- deprive myself or my wife of further experiences in life? Like, no. maybe, that might be with other, maybe that might be with other women or other men. No. Even. You know, some, some people want to dabble in both, especially women. They tend to want to... That's mess- why you shouldn't get married. <laughs> no, that's not the thing. See, that's what you're missing the point. I've just said to you, I've chose to go through life with this woman. We've decided, okay, we're, we're together. We're a unit. We're a team through life. I'm not going to deprive you experiences, but we're always going to accept that me and you are going to go through life together, no matter what, no matter what, till death do us part. So I'm not going to deprive, you, I'm not going to leave her, sorry, I'm not going to leave her for another woman because that is my team. That's my team. Just like I support a football team, I support my team. My kids are going to be there, I'm supporting them, I'm going through life with them. But when I decide, okay, maybe, maybe the relationship becomes stagnant, you know, it's monotone and I'm thinking, okay, you know, I would want something a bit more exciting. My wife, if I speak to her correctly and she allows me to, you know, I can go and get some new input from outside through an open I'll, relationship. I'll tell you, that is why you're supposed to do all that, sowing the seeds, as they say, when, before you get married. You're supposed to, to me, to be exactly. honest, I believe you should get married at a more mature age where you yes. have a, make a conscious decision to stay with one person till death do you part. I don't think you should marry when you still have that sort of thought in your head. Oh, well, you know, when I'm a bit bored, I'll, I'll see if I can bring somebody else in, whether they're accepting of it or not. Yeah. I think mm. you should sow You're your not own. ready for your life partner. You need to be, sow no. your oats and get it out of your system and then get married later on in life. Because there's no age yeah. limit to getting married. So you, could, you exactly. should run, run a riot and hope you're still healthy and, and get married sort of 50, 60. When you know that, you're going to slow down a bit. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think, according to men of, or, or, who are older than me, when I've spoken to them, they say you never slow down. I, I spoke to a woman a few years ago and she told me her granddad's 88 and he's still trying to get it in the old people's home. So yes, the thing but, is, but, men but, don't but, have this... Have- we ne- yeah. So we never slow down. Men uh, never really slow down. Some, some of us submit and say, okay, you know. Australia, uh, my point isn't slowing down sexually. My point is when you're ready to slow down chasing women or men, no one said you have to slow down sexually. We're just saying, sow your oats and run riot while you, while you, and get it out of your system. Then make that conscious decision to meet your life partner and stay with them. Yes, because... Yeah, I agree with that, Madea, because I'm sure when you first meet your new said partner, who obviously will graduate on and become your wife, yeah. um, you're not going to say, oh, by the way, in five or six years' time, I'll be asking if I can have a new girlfriend. Do you think she'll initially say, all right, then, that's fine, we'll get married, and yeah. But some, some, women are open. some women are open for that. They'll be like, yeah, sure, no problem. I don't mind. I don't think they know love, then. No, it's nothing to do with love. No. Love is different. Love is look. You love all your kids. Having a life partner is a choice. No, but you, yeah, well, it's to a give choice. You all. You're choosing to do yeah, but this, but you're choosing look, to think, oh, I'm bored now. Let me go elsewhere. No, nah, but that doesn't mean I stop <laughs> loving my wife. That just yeah. means that I'm looking for. That's like if I play football one day, I might decide I'm bored of football. I'm gonna go play tennis instead. 
it's the same thing. No, still like so having a wife is a hobby then. No. No, but you don't understand the concept of loving something but deciding actually it's like if I play piano for home and I decide actually I don't want to play piano anymore. I want to play saxophone. You know what I mean? You can't In Australia's case, love is not enough. No, lo- love is not enough anyway. Go. Love is not enough. Across like. Love is not enough to to keep anything together because you could love somebody, but you know, you might not like that they pick their nose and eat it, for example, oh or gosh. or do disgusting stuff, or oh my you know, life. You, you might not like that. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> you might not like that. So love is not enough. You can love somebody. Look, you know, there's parents, there's people in that they love their fa- they love their kids, but the kid goes and blows up a school. And they're like, oh man, I love him, but I can't, I can't, you know? I can't deal with him anymore, yeah. Yeah, simple. So it's the same with a marriage too. You can love somebody. I'm sure we've all loved somebody, but thought to myself, nah, man, but it's not working, no, man. It's not working. I love the person, but I'm just not working. And that's the same. But what we do, for example, is I love my wife unconditionally. And that's the thing. Most people love conditionally. And that's the people who don't know what love is. Because when you love someone unconditionally, you don't mind if they say, you know, I'm kind of, I'm feeling kind of warm today. I want to go meet somebody else. And they're like, you know what? I love you enough to know that you're not going to leave me. So nah, have your fun. Go and have your fun. And as long as you know, you're coming back to me. As long well, as I'll, to me. I'll tell you. Imagine, I, can you imagine I, if she picked up five other black men and kept saying, nah, I just want to do this today. Skip you today. I love you, but I'm bored. <laughs> I need to go to the other, other guy today. Oh, let me go to that picky head today. Oh, let me go to the one with the white waves today. You have to wait with the kids. How would you generally feel? <laughs> no, no. It's wow, me. No, I, no, no, me. Oh, no, but look. Oh, with the look, waves is winning right is, now. What happens is, what happens <laughs> when something like this happens to you? When when your loved one says to you, you know what? Look, you know, can we have an open relationship? Or I feel like experimenting a bit more, and I feel like maybe we've run our course. We've been together twenty years, and things have become like I said, stagnant. You know, sterile. Uh, no, stale. Sorry. Um. And then she says, you know, look, would, would, would it be okay if we both have a bit of fun on the side? And then you say, yeah, okay, not bad, not bad. So whatever she does, as long as she's doing it safe and you know about it, it's good. What happens to you then? You start getting jealous when you hear, oh, yeah. And this is the thing. You start getting jealous, but then you've got to start understanding why you're getting jealous. If your wife, if you know that your wife loves you or your husband loves you and they never want to leave you and they're always by your side, that little bit of jealousy is this, just the fact that... It's just simply the fact that you might think that someone is doing what you do better to her, playing golf or playing football or dancing with Rebella. And that's what the jealousy is called. It's your deficiency of understanding that actually you're not being compared to that. To, to you. They're not being compared to you. They're being, you know, they're just delivering a new experience to your loved one. You know what I mean? And you the same. When you go out, you don't think, okay, actually she was better than, than her or he was better than her. You think, these are, okay, I'm having experience with her and in a way that's good. But when I'm with my wife or husband, that's good too. You know what I mean? So you all keep on the a, a same level. You know what I mean? Well, I, I sort of take on what you're saying. I think we should probably agree to disagree on this. I'm not going to agree with the point. Where I came, we come into our next topic, which is, Travesty. Wait now. Are we finished? Wait now. We are, we're we finished have, open affair. We are already we finished. Are, we are going to roll yeah. straight into. We've done 15 minutes. <laughs> we're going to roll straight into. Travesty, you can take this one away. Do you think <laughs> people should marry for love or for security or even just for a visa? What do you think, Travesty? Hmm. Well, 
that's a, a quite a difficult one unless you've been in that situation yeah. obviously having for security that's a, a big one and many women do do that the ones who are more money driven and power driven and want success now married for love mm, that's a hard one because marrying for love isn't always the best option because money love doesn't obviously pay the bills oh and in the end all the relationships come to that argument when you start fighting over money so i did marry for oh like marrying for money isn't it and security because you want to secure your right to stay wherever you want to stay what and obviously you need money to be able to get the security to be able to stay where you want to stay. So it all really goes hand in hand. So mm-hmm. me personally, if I was going to choose, I'd probably more marry for love. Oh, because I've all, I'm already financially secure. So yeah. anybody, me, I can all, I can see my, I can more or less take care of them myself. So mm-hmm. love would be most likely the, the option I'd, go for because I, I'm not I'm financially secure but I'm not rich but I can pay my bills and that's all you need so it's just love to add to that really and I wouldn't worry for a visa definitely not definitely not so Pudding do you believe if you decided to get married it would be for love or security or what would you be marrying for what's your ideal way of getting married i think pudding's Pudding. actually not around at the moment but let me take oh, that one a second else, yes. i think hi. i think depends on oh you are there pudding hi 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 sorry sorry yeah do you want to um carry on yes. and I'll come back. yeah okay let me carry on a sec let yeah. me just finish this up you click your thoughts um yeah. i think it depends on where you are yeah. i think a lot of like for example there's a lot of foreigners who come to a country, for example, yeah. Africa or Middle East, India, China, whatever, and to come to like Europe because that's the promised land, of course. Mm-hmm. They will like quickly think, okay, I'll, they will marry for one of the two things, which is obviously money or security. Not more, mostly the first thing is security. Okay, I need to stay in this country. So that's what a lot of people, a lot of marriages are based on security. I would say today more than anything mm-hmm. else. Because yeah. not a lot of people have money. I remember money marries money. You know what I mean? So rich okay. people are going to marry rich people because, yeah, they got money. They got... A rich person, especially a rich woman, is never going to marry a, rich, a poor guy. A rich man might marry a poor girl, but vice versa, it will never happen. Almost never. In one case, I know it did happen, but in most cases, it doesn't. So, yeah, getting back to it. Security is the first thing. And then I would say for love is the second thing. Because, like, obviously most people are on the same level of living most people like in, in in one particular country so it doesn't matter if it's china or america more so these guys got a chance to actually get together get to know each other and then fall in love you know what i mean and obviously yeah. the last one is a shallow one which is money um yeah a lot of a lot, of, a lot of, especially women, i'm sorry but a lot of women do that they try and find someone who's got as much money as possible and then they will eliminate the love part i'm going to get women because he's got money they'll probably make a kid um or two and then be like, okay, I've got my stuff, I'm getting off now, I'm set. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think a lot of people marry for, for, a lot of people marry for love still, 
but but there's still a lot more people who are marrying for, marrying for security and probably less for love and money that would be my mm-hmm. summary on it yeah i feel like as well going back on that the whole what you said adding a bit more over to that there's always what i'm finding from watching social media and in my personal life you'll find two people that are together and one will have the one be for the one like for security for example and then the other one will be for love and they never have that talk about their boundaries and what they want to bring to the relationship i do i'm a big believer regardless of what it is you've got to be equal yeah, but yes, that's the same. That's the, sorry, that's the same thing I was saying about going back to yes. the open relationship and loving first people unconditionally. Because once you love somebody unconditionally, then you know what true love is. You love somebody it doesn't matter if they lose their foot, they get sick, whether they want to sleep with other guys, whether they, uh, what do you call it, um, um, habitual cheaters. If they're just cheating all the time, you love that person anyway because you're like, you know what? No, he does that. That's his flaw. But I love him for his flaws. You know, I think. Lady Gaga said it, I want your ugly, I want your disease, you know. She loved it that much, but she would take the fact that they were ugly and that they had disease. And that's ugly <laughs> the love, you know what I mean? And that's what you don't get with money or security, I don't think. I think you need to, uh, like uh, Pudding said, you either have one, one is one and one's the other. You know what I mean? Sorry. Anyone else? I, do, I do think that's a sad state of affair, though I do think that you should marry truly for love. Simple. Because the security can come after because the two of you will work together to reach that security. Maybe you've both already got the security before you even come together. So love should be the ultimate reason for getting married. Mm-hmm. Everything else can fall into place. As for the visa, oh, well, that's just a big joke. I mean, whoever's willing to allow someone to use them to gain entry to another country oh well shame on them and it serves them right for what well you, that's, that's the thing i think that's a bit harsh though midday yeah when you think about it because there's been people that are live in live in poverty they're getting raped yeah. and killed and that's the only way out of that area is to marry for a visa just to get a better life so but pudding i understand where you're coming from but if they're in that sort of situation in the first place, they ain't gonna have the money to marry because they need they need the money to get to get that man to, or woman to marry them for the visa. So I think with that sort of situation, that's not going to be a marry for visa. I think that's more refugee thing. Is Google Peas back in the house yet? No, yeah, no. I've been here the whole time. Oh my god, that's what I'm looking for. What do you think? I mean, Pudding reckons that I've been a bit harsh regarding marrying for a visa because there are situations where that's their only way out. What's your take on it? I mean, fair dudes, if there are poor people that are in genuine need and they have to marry for a visa, well, I suppose I could say, well, that's probably the right way for them to go. But nine times out of ten, they are. They are in a situation where they just want to get to a country because they want to do what they want to do and that's it. Well, you've got to think of it like this as well. They could have been yeah. manipulated into it because, you know, a lot of um, the earth is very controlled. We know we're controlled anywhere, yes. what we see on the yes. media, but they could just show that, oh, for you to escape abuse or being blown up, you have to b- marry a rich American man, blah, 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 blah. And bam, that person could I think that's a different, I think that's a whole I mean? different um, conversation, that one is. I think sticking on the basic side of it, I think it's more the case of, are you going to be shallow on marry for money or are you going to just like go with your whole heart and marry for love? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a bigger issue than we think, but a lot of people that we've seen push to the forefront is about, I need to get something out of it. Yeah. Yeah, you know I and mean, that- and it's like, yeah, and that's why life is life's making it moulding to needing that. So 
that's how I see it on what Pudding just said is to do with that part but I would definitely marry for love because um, mm. I'm already stable and I can deal with what I've got you know what I mean being yeah. raised to graph for what you need I don't need to depend on anybody so I can wait and marry for love but other people I ain't got that yeah as but I believe you... yeah go on sorry no but wouldn't you want to build on that like what if say you're the sort of person that wants a business or you want to um, go into something a bit more financial or give something for your children and you find someone and you actually want to build on that and carry on the legacy that's a form of security yeah, no I can't do that imagine looking at them like 10 years on and you're thinking oh just like from Love Island Leanne oh you've got to stay with that for the sake <laughs> that's of attraction kids. though no, that's no, attraction no. though like no free um no free advertisement for place for shows please on this now because a lot of people don't understand where i'm coming from like oh <laughs> in 10 years time oh god i have to do this for the kids and a better life and ugh. i think that's unfair for to someone to have to feel no i think if someone's willing to accept that crap if you're aware attraction gongo please i think pudding was actually saying um obviously you're married for love well, you can build on getting the security when you've married for love. I think that's what he was just sort of like. Oh, you can do that both ways. Yeah. You can do that both ways. That's a bonus, to be honest. But this day and age, there's people just marrying for what you have. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. it's a shame when people need to be raised to do it for yourself. It's not looking on someone else's skirt tile. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do it on your own. Show your kids that mm. you don't need to marry a 50-year-old man to get what you need. Graft it's for true. yourself. That's yeah. true, yes. I yeah. agree with that Even when you split, you're secure on your own then. So yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Some people are crippled after that. They don't know what to do. Yeah. No, it's just yeah. like cooking and cleaning. Did you ever teach your kids to cook and clean? What do they do when someone can't do it anymore? I've got to live on this and I've got to have someone to this. I've got to use someone for this. That's not good. Where's your love after that? And then they contribute to the high rates of divorce. Yes, because <laughs> no one's done it for love. No, I think for love. I think personally, it's really difficult to to with the amount of distractions and um, mm. what's the word? You know, the pressure. Fake on people. It's, there's so much pressure to put on people. I think love is a thing of the past. To be fair, I think you're only marrying for money and security. Like now, I think back in the day, it was probably more love. But I think today, man, there's so much pressure on people. I might be sound a bit hypocritical of what I said earlier, but when I think about it, like logically, a lot more people are going to try and find out what they can get, what the person has, especially women, especially young girls. They look yeah. and be like, okay, what's that guy got? Does he have a nice car? Okay, he might have money. Does he dress nice? He might have money. You know, they'll, they'll screen it that way. You know what I mean? And then yeah. they'll try and fall in love with the person after, if it comes down to that. Before, mm. But if they find out the guy might not be so nice, they might decide, actually, I'm going to try and stay with him anyway because he's got a bolt or he's successful. Music, uh, yeah, that's exactly man. that. And then they'll try, and that would put the security and money hand in hand, basically. Mm. Now, if we're talking about the, the, um, the poor African guy who tries to get with the big fat white girl. Because <laughs> 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 there's no, you know what they say, <laughs> no one, no one falls in love faster than a broke African guy just, just reached the island and it... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, then that sounds a bit racist. Come on, African. I don't yeah. think that's just African. I think nobody falls in love faster than someone who needs a place to live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it is mainly. Come on, let's oh. be fair. You know, it is mainly the Africans oh. or the Jamaicans, the Caribbeans, or from the poor countries, and it, or, or even the, the Asian people. No, too. Well, <laughs> go ahead. Well, I'd, like, I'd like to come in there because obviously, just before I um, came here 
today to do this podcast. I yeah. was at the cash point. I was approached by this probably a, a young woman of down and out sorts. Yeah. Of was she Romanian? Between the ages of <laughs> thirty or forty. No, English. English oh, English. English. Yeah, okay. go on, go on. Yeah. And she was like, Oh, have you got um three quid over next for three days so I can buy a bag of chips? <laughs> No, no, <laughs> you're being racist with that accent now. Come on now. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that's what she said to me. This is all going yeah, So I was like, um, I, obviously, I wasn't going to give her the three quid because I didn't trust that she was going to buy the bag of chips. So Did you have teeth? I drew out the money because obviously oh I couldn't gosh. say I never had no money because I was drawing out money at the cash point. It's a perfect strategy to get the money at the cash point. I drawed out the money at the cash point. You know what I mean? That's where they get, yeah. Yeah. That's the new crime. Before the bank. Yeah. The oh, sorry, but you know sorry, what I, mean? I would have been faster than them, Travis. You know, the first thing I would have said is, you know what? Let me take you to the chip shop and get you the bag of chips. Yeah, well, I've done that before. That's but what they I don't did. Want it. Yeah. No, that's what I did. Oh, but well, listen so... to the fun. Yeah, go listen on. to my girl. <laughs> right outside the shop. She goes, I goes, oh, you say you want some chips, yeah? Can you get me a large bag. I'm thinking this woman's taking <laughs> the liberties. Put it in the order. She said you want a pie with that. You want a puck of pie with that. You know what I mean? I was like, do you want a couple of sabalogs? Do you want a can of pop? Do you know what I mean? Call up your family and come and find me. You know what I mean? So obviously, she's seen that I've got <laughs> Obviously, she's seen that I've got a nice, kind face, as everybody tells me. Travis, listen, this is gonna just stop me. Start it. So I went into the shop. I mean, this kid, I'm screwing, you know. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> screwing, you know. <laughs> down and out. Has taught me into going here. To buy a bag of chips. I don't even like chips. Yeah. So wait there. Wait there. I'm standing there. So Libs rings me. Yeah. She's telling me about her stuff. And then I go, oh, do you want something from the chip shop? So Libs is like, oh, go on then. But then I've realised I need. I only came in here initially. She's lucky. She only get, got the bag of chips. Is because I need to change. So yeah. I looked at the menu. I thought, hmm, a large bag of chips. What that down in that asked before is three pounds, <laughs> and the regular is two. Yeah. So, mm, all right then. So I saw the woman hugging on the big chips. So <laughs> what I did? Hugging on I the big the chips. chips. And gave me the little chips. And my girl was gonna, I think she was about to ask me. She was like, Oh, can I ask for another photo? I went, No, I'm going now. <laughs> She's taking the piece for the day. You can the piece for the day. Saving up to me. And I was proud of that, even though I did skank her, but she was trying to skank me. She got three bags of chips. Mm. <laughs> that oh, was well. like, you, you get me coffee because I thought if she's got, uh, if she could be really hungry. She may not have it for three days, and she could have yeah. kids at the house. So I give her the bag of chips. Yeah, she's not having the big bag. I need that for my own family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. Exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Some people are broken. Have a roof over their head. That's the joke. They don't realise that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean. So yeah. I think that was a good subject to go into there. 
obviously that yeah. was a spontaneous subject about should down and out be hanging around the cash point making you feel guilty no because it wasn't me I that did it you, i don't think you should feel guilty to be honest because guess what i would turn around and say i'm not going to take the food out of my child's mouth to give a grown-ass man or woman who can find their own financial situation i'm sorry because most of them on the street in england can they can yeah. find their own financial it, it, at the end of the day my children are going to always come first so i'm not going to make mm. my children hungry to feed you it's not going to happen go to number 10 downing street and ask for your friend boris i'm sure yeah. he'll help you somewhere well, along the way you know, you know the thing is they've got no conscience because that that sitting on the street is actually um actually researching yeah. that and it's a 30 to 40 or even 50,000 pound a year job exactly. you get that much money tax-free yeah, tax-free tax-free they, yeah. they they know particular places to sit where they'll get more money or less money at yeah, particular times that's what happened to me Plus i saw a get... guy starving outside mcdonald's side for butting in and um he looked like he was desperate and shivering so i says um do you want to buy your burger because obviously i got them tickets he needed a fix so it took age no 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 it took me <laughs> ages in the queue you know what i come back out to man was well. mash very man i bought myself a 69p burger yeah. man was mashing down 20 nuggets yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, get loads, they get loads of freebies. And the truth <laughs> is, look, if you go and speak 20, to one of them... Not, not nine, you know, 20 <laughs> nuggets. Yeah. 69 people. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. How do you, you have time to count 20 nuggets? Did you go, let me count those nuggets? in the box. So the box. The box. Oh, oh, yeah, box. 20 nuggets. It says 20 on there. Yeah, yeah the nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to be honest, if you go and speak to them, they'll tell you that. They'll tell you that. Yeah, we can... You know, remember, no one needs to starve, especially in the UK or in uh, Germany oh, or... Europe. They don't need, and they know they can get out. That's how you're blatantly. Yeah, we know we can get out. We just know that here is a you, you make so much money. It's all tax free, and you know you can chill out after this. Do you know what I mean? And at, and at the end of the day, I'm I'm, I'm respect to the ones who are generally genuinely homeless. I don't think there's but many there's genuinely of, homeless. There's a, there's a lot of them out there that put on their makeup every day to make them look like tramps. You know when you go into they got better trainers than me. Yes, some of them actually. My girlfriend, the best makeup artist to look like a down and out to scrounge. Yeah, I saw a guy the other day look so neat, he had a better haircut than me. I was like, Oh my god, look at his fade. I was like, You telling me this guy's got no money? (laughs) You looking free, proper fresh, and he was sitting there with a note in his hand because you're not allowed to officially ask for money, only allowed to have the note. That's why they never say, Can you have can have some money? Not yeah, some people would probably jump in and in, say, oh, not in the well, city, I think in, he's got no right to look good. I'm thinking, if I'm starving, I don't care how my hair looks. Yeah, but that guy looks fresh. That guy should have been the, the next top model or whatever, man. Trust me, I was like, hold on. Well, you know, I should have <laughs> been like the millennials of today. And I should have videoed, can we, we buy them chips? That's it. I mean, my, my, my favourite one was, um, we were all in the city centre and we'd just come out of a well-known... Um, cake bakery shop and this woman comes up she goes oh what a lovely family have you got any spare change you can get hungry i turn around and i says do you want this cake i've just bought you know what she turned around and says i'm diabetic yeah classic oh my god she's <laughs> getting daily practice and it response practice <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they should all sit outside Downing Street and anywhere yeah. that's rich, go and sit in the rich areas and make a nuisance in the rich areas and, and get them to do something about it because they've got money to give. You know, but no, um, let's move them on. Yeah, I think you should. I think you should. But going on to yeah. our final topic of the day for pudding and gunga peas to take um, 
hold of this what did you call it black appropriation cultural appropriation Cultural. let me jump in right yeah. there so i'll put yeah. it and finish off perfectly i yeah, was um, watching um, bodybuilding that's obviously what i went into into and um i was shocked because i was thinking well where's the white people you know i was thinking well there's none so i looked close and i thought hold on his hair's a bit white it's caucasian blonde and i had to think to myself what's going on here so i watched another one and um they were saying oh we one of the things to judge them on is skin tone what i never knew that what does the skin tone have to be Mm. Well, I know from what I've seen from the pictures online so, and watching the media, Starker, yeah, you, yeah, exactly always bronze. Yeah, are you all, I mean, are you telling me that the dark you are, black people, looks better than a white person? I don't mm. understand. I just don't get it. And white people are now looking as black as the black man. And I'm hearing that <laughs> black people are going darker. So. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> so I'm thinking, why are you doing this? What's the point jumping in the competition where they're blatantly outright telling you the muscles look better on a black man? Because you do, you've, you've got to see it. You've got to see them. They've gone all the way into a black person. I couldn't tell who was white and who was black and who was mixed race. You know oh I mean? Only the hair. And I was thinking, because the man had dreads, I could work out that, okay, he's black. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying to you? I don't I mean, understand. But from the, we're talking many, many, many years now. Um, as you know, the, 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 the Caucasian ladies love to tan their skin down. They've been doing it for a long, long, long time. I mean, do you think there's anything really wrong with that, to be honest? Is there anything really wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with that, but what I'm saying yeah. is, when it comes to a competition, for mm. me, that's something wrong with that. Because for one, you can never judge 10 people and 10 judges judging them. You can't decide that one's the best because 10 other judges would say something else. Do you get what I'm saying to you? That's why I say it's wrong when it comes to competition-based because yeah. if it's skin tone, mm -hmm. you're really talking about black people because they're saying the darker you are, the better the more toned you looked, then that's a black person because they're going really black. But then you've got people that are not accepting that there. Yeah. You know, they're of white and their skin's pale and they want to look. I'm thinking, well, obviously you're saying that another race is better looking than yourself because you're having to add. You should take it as a compliment, compliment because for very long it's always been if it ain't white, it ain't right. Yeah. So why shouldn't we have something? I'll always, I'll always take it as a compliment, but on the yeah. competition, the white man who's turned his skin black is winning over someone who's generally black with the same muscle. Yeah, well, obviously, comes to that, though. You mean, mm. comes to that. Appropriation. You mean, yeah, comes that, and I don't think it comes down to that. It's a competition, that's what I'm saying. I don't mind. You can do what you're doing. Do you know what I'm saying? Because people always stereotype, oh, you're trying to be white because blonde hair. Because a lot of black people with naturally blonde hair, but there's not mm. ever, ever in your lifetime you're going to find a naturally black white man. My son's a naturally black white man. Remember, you've got I black think... Africans with blue eyes. Yeah, the thing yeah. is, you know I mean, it doesn't make sense. Okay. <laughs> just, just, just uh, in defense of the, the white folks who actually do tan themselves, the thing is, like, I was working out yesterday in the gym, and the guy was like, Yeah, you look really good. And I was like, He was like, Yeah, because your skin's darker. When you oh. develop more muscles, because the muscles pushed up against your skin, that bit gets lighter, and then all the lighting shines it, so it looks better. And I think that's all the guys are trying to achieve that effect that black people have naturally. 
is that the muscle, the lighting shines better off their muscles. It looks more defined. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then so I love they're trying to steal. I love they're trying to steal. Like for example, like Eminem, for example, who were trying to steal like the idea of black music and getting bigger, and that's definitely called uh, what do you call it? Cultural appropriation. That's you cultural think though with Eminem though. I think Eminem. I wouldn't put Eminem in that bracket because well, he's no, so appreci- he his own self, no, I, I would. I wouldn't because he actually appreciates the black culture and black mm-hmm. people. Whereas mm-hmm. if you use the Kardashians now, they have the fillers, they yeah. have um, the dark the skin, but they're not. They're not appreciating. They're not appre- look. I look mean, at their yeah, friends. Okay. Their friends are all black, but they're always behind them. They're not with them. You know what I mean? They're mm. not on the same level. That's my issue. Is the fact that yeah. you want to have something from another culture? Because not only um, black people that did it to the Japanese. She had a line that was called kimono, but it's no longer that. I'm not going to say the new name now, but I'll say kimono because they had to take that down just before it was going to launch because the Japanese went on Twitter and said, "Hey, you actually." making our culture something that's so sacred to us a joke you're putting it out there yeah. and making it sexy yeah. Yeah. And, that's, yeah. and they don't yeah, ever reference that. the fact that oh by the way my design is inspired by african or you know yeah. chinese or the english culture. nothing like that and that's what's a shame is that well, when you've actually got it they never want to be like oh put that person to the forefront but they will get it synthetically and then it'll, they'll blow up big yeah, because That's we don't get the recognition now, it, and and we kind of do need the help. No. We do need them to do that because who, who was it? Um, I know in the comedic comedic world, it was um, Playboy guy. He helped Dick Dick um, Gregory get into comedy in front of the white folks because they didn't accept him. It was only until the white guy brought him in. You know, so I think sometimes it's like with um, jazz music, um, jazz not blues music. It needed to go for the white folks, so the white folks accepted it and gave her a door for the black folks to come in. You know what I mean? Al Stalio, sorry for cutting you. So what help did we need exposing big backsides? Because we didn't need the help and we didn't need the recognition. But suddenly to have a big backside and be white was the, the, the in thing. So what what did we yeah. need to gain from having a big backside? I don't get Well, don't the thing is, it. the way I look at that, that argument is I think you either got a big bum or you don't. doesn't matter exactly. what race you are. I've seen white girls with big bums. I've seen Asian girls with big bums. I've seen Asian girls with no bums. But you know that's the in thing, Al Stelio. People are deliberately having big bums. And what is that about? That's just fashion, isn't it? It's like people just trying to, I don't know, you know, because in order for you to get a big bum, you have to put on a lot of weight to get a big bum. I don't think you've got to try to change it, train it. (laughs) What was that from? I think they get crappy. I think Gungle, please, could more tell you about how they do that. Oh, yeah, there's the, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's the in- injections and all that stuff, but I think that's yeah. all just the, that's all just, like I said, you got the Kardashians who were like setting a trend that like, mm-hmm. it's all right to go under the knife. They weren't the first to do it, but obviously they're the most famous to do it. Yeah. Actually, I don't even know. Is that bomb even fake? I don't know about Yeah, it is, yeah. Is it fake? I don't know. I know the she's got a big bomb. Yeah. Well, I know there's other women who want to yeah, have what a big bomb. Like it's called fat transfer. You suck it off from all the fat parts. That's where you have to gain weight and put it into your bottom. So when you do an x-ray, you can't see anything. It's just Actually, you know, fat. I remember the Brazilian... The making it bigger. I remember the Brazilian women were known for the bombs. They used to call it the Brazilian bombs. They used That's to have the bombs. And when I was in Brazil, yeah. I saw real bombs. That's what I saw. But they were bombs that weren't yeah. injected. They were train bombs. I saw one girl. I remember going into the gym once with a guy in Brazil. And I went there for about an hour. I went in and there was a woman training just her bum and I left and the woman was still training just her bum so she was in there before me and she left after me I don't know what time she left but she was training just her bum and her bum looked fantastic it was fantastic and then, 
And then I'll tell you, you wonder why some is. women think that men just look at them as sexual objects. No, 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 That's no. I didn't, look at, I didn't think to myself, oh, look not at the bomb. I would like to be. Even. No, but I'm I think, yeah. yeah, I mean, there is stupid guys, you know, out there. There is a lot of hungry. The thing is what it is, though. I think men are sexually starved. I think women are so, so um, reluctant to free the goods. That's how I'm going to put it. No, no, no. Let me finish. No, but it doesn't matter. Like, not like not me, but a lot of guys have trouble getting women because remember, women are picky. If you don't have money or you don't look a particular way, you don't have a six pack, there's a lot of guys out there who don't have this and they're not, they're not getting the goods. Do you know what I mean? So they're starved naturally. So they're the guys who are looking at everyone and I'm hungry. I need to. And they're the ones who are writing your magazines. They're the ones who are monkey magazines are perving over the women and watching the porn and all this stuff. These guys, because women are not just, you know, remember back in the day, you didn't have the mirror, you didn't have the TV to influence your decision. If you look at countries where the culture is not so televised, you know, media driven, they mm-hmm. still marry the, the, the ugly guy, if you, want, if you will, the uglier guy or the not so attractive person, person like, like, especially like in Islam or these Middle Eastern countries, they still marry a big fat guy and they think it's okay to be with that guy. But in Europe, <laughs> no chance no chance so that's where, that's where I think it comes from I think most guys who are alright and can get a, their fair share of action they're not like oh oh thirsty no you know nah. what you can't my on that is I don't think so at least I don't think so if your mind if your mind isn't strong enough you will make money you get to make you think you need to have a big ass because for me, I don't care about what it's size true. I am. I do it for myself. I don't care what a man has to think. Because I'm. Have you seen how many Jeremy Kyle's? I'm going to say it like this: this blatant. You see how many Jeremy Kyle's? Wait, wait, wait! You're going to explain to people what Jeremy Kyle is. It's, it's not, not Jeremy Kyle. Yeah, but not everyone who listens watch Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> They've seen memes. <laughs> if you haven't watched the show, you've seen the meme, and you will see what they look like. They've got no shape, broken teeth, no manners, no shape. And so they're basically, trying to trash three people. Three to four basic mans yeah, yeah. running them down. But you've got the girls with the big ass, big breasts and her. You're single, or you're getting used. You tell me. So you need to strengthen your own mm-hmm. mind there and use your logic. It's not about your body. Because when a man wants you, he wants you. Gunga peas, gunga peas. I I do believe that a man will look at you as a sexual object if you allow it. Yeah. Because you've just made that point, which is a very valid point. The Jeremy Kyle people, they're not trying to look sexy. Mm-hmm. So whoever picks them up want them for real love. There you go. But then again, there you go. Again, you say that, Medea. I think that it's it's wrong to make it look like all men looking at women at sexual. Not all. Not all. No, but the thing is, that's what makes yeah. women close and no longer allow themselves to be sexual. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sexually free, because a lot of women are not sexually free. You know, they they mm. close themselves. No one expects to be honest, from fear falling um, a slut or all these horrible words. You know what I mean? That follows them. Um, they become a little bit promiscuous, if, if you will. But they shouldn't have that. They shouldn't have that. Uh, this is these derogatory terms behind them because if they want to do it, they should be allowed to do it without, you know. Yes, they should. But then don't complain when people look at you the way you you don't want to be looked at, Wait because you know at the end of the day, you if you put candy in front of a child, what is that child going to do? Uh, there's, the, there's the answer. There's the answer. No child will walk past candy. But at the same time, mm-hmm. you own self control both ways. That's, not being funny. That's, that's also let me put true. It blat- no, let me put it blatant like yeah. this. If you're in a marriage, your 14-year-old looks like a big woman. The man has to have selfish self-control, doesn't he? Why can't he yeah. be like that on the road? 
That's true. Both ways. That's true. Both ways. I don't think we're going that deep with it. I'm saying that men look at women as a sexual object when they do sort of dress provocatively. It doesn't mean they're going to approach you. They've just got that look. They're not looking at you and thinking, oh, I want to take you on to mother and I want to marry you. They're looking at no, you and I'm not talking about necessarily acting on it. So please don't. Uh, to anybody listening out there, we're not talking about men acting on it because that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about their eyes, how they're looking, how they're yeah. perceiving you. And that's not all men either. That's just some men who are very, you know, what's the word, Alstalio? <laughs> all men are. <laughs> not all men are. You know. Oh, um, <laughs> sexual predators. We're not <laughs> sexual predators. That's it, exactly. You know, so if you would like a man to look at you more respectfully, then unfortunately, in a society where you need to, to sort of carry yourself appropriately so a man does look at you as something that they would mm -hmm. want to settle with. Because mm -hmm. if you're going to dress like, you know, your skirt's right up your bum, your, your breasts are hanging out, then not <coughs> you take you seriously. Then really not. You know, so you, you can't always say, oh, well, they should be allowed to. Yes, you can dress how you want to, but you've got to also accept that a man may look at you lecherously mm -hmm. instead of look at you in an admirable way. Admi mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so that's where... Yeah, I'm so yeah. What was that? Always some decency. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Sounds it. like we've uh, we've got any more topics, or is that it? That's it. All right. Then. That's it in nine minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and let's go for being one to throw one in there. No, I'm not going for ages. <laughs> all right. Good. Then let's 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 go out as usual with our last positive message. Start with Travis, do you got anything positive to say? Of course you have. I've always got positivity because this has been emotional as usual and enjoyable and it's fantastic usually having the kind of conversations that matter and sharing points. And I can't wait for next week. All right, man. Great. Pudding, got anything to say positive? Uh, only something like Brush your teeth, brush your hair, take care of yourself, drink loads of water, vitamins, it's cold outside. You're just annoyed because the train keeps no, smelling no, 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 honestly. And plus, what's that virus called? Is that virus? Oh, the coronavirus, yeah, yeah. Yes, Watch yourself, man. Yeah, wrap off, yeah. <laughs> stay away from, actually, I'm not going to say it, man. Just stay away from, from anyone you don't really know. That's yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Leave it there, dude. stay away from yeah. people you don't know. And anyone who's been to these countries lately, stay away from them too. Do <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have yeah. anything to say? I just want to say, know your worth so others can value you. Beautiful. Bunga peas? Yes. When you get a TV, make sure you have the remote with it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm joking. You know what? I've got to say is um, <laughs> mental strength always comes first, then you'll succeed. Yeah. Yeah, well done. Right. And I will say, sure. trust your trust the process, and unconditional love is the way to go. Yes. Oh, bless. Uh, All right, guys. Oh, okay. Take care. <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.